Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Big developments at Wednesday's Clarenda School Board meeting. And with us on the line this morning with more on that meeting is Clarenda School Superintendent Jeff Privia. Good morning to you, Jeff. Good morning, Mike. How are you? We're doing very well, and uh, we trust everything is uh, well in uh, your district. A lot of things going on, but we want to get to the board meeting last night. Uh, A big decision by the board as they voted to allow yourself, the superintendent, to enter into discussions regarding a tuition agreement with the South Page School District for the 2024-25 school year. Could you explain what this proposed agreement would entail? Uh, yeah, right now we're at the beginning stages of uh, working with South Page. Uh, they had actually been sharing with Bedford uh, for the last couple years. Um, so uh, they approached uh, Clorinda about the possibility of sharing with us again. And in fact, a few years ago, that was the case. Uh, we're looking at doing that again. And uh, this tuition agreement would be for grades 7 through 12. And uh, those students would come to Clorinda and uh, be our students as, uh, you know, the South Page School District is uh, working through their uh, student um, population uh, declining. So uh, it's just an opportunity for them to be a little closer. Uh, You know, we're only about 12 miles apart, so it's a little shorter trip than going to Bedford. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it'll be a good thing for both schools. What has to happen before this agreement, if it does become reality, what has to happen uh, to really put this into effect for next school year? Uh, yeah, uh, Superintendent Tim Hood at South Page and I will get together and work out the agreement. Um, we will submit that to the state and get their approval. Um, once we get that, then uh, we'll be uh, ready to go in the fall Um we're looking anywhere from um, 10 to 20 students that would possibly be coming our way for uh, that 7 through 12 agreement. What would this mean in terms of transportation? I know that's something you folks will have to work out, but uh, theoretically, uh, what would the transportation arrangements be if South Page uh, decides to uh, enter this agreement with the Clarinda District? Uh, right now, they would still provide the transportation uh, to Clarinda. Uh, so they will run their bus routes like they normally do. Um, then they will bring, uh, I'm sure they meet at the uh, high school um, elementary uh, building there. And then they will uh, take a bus here to Corinda. Um, that bus then will be used also to take them back to South Page. Uh, and then they'll run a shuttle for activities at the end of uh, the night for anybody that stayed for sports. I know you've got a long ways to go on this. Do you have any sort of ETA as to when uh, an agreement would be reached with South Page? Um, we are hoping to get that done um, later this spring. So uh, the sooner we get that done, the better. That way we know what families are going to come to Clorinda so we can work on their schedules and get them. Uh, uh, they will be our students, and we're going to treat them uh, just as such as uh, one of our Clorinda kids. And we will uh, make that a very smooth and good transition for everybody involved. Also last night, you announced a series of open houses uh, coming up in connection with the March 5th special election on the voted physical plant and equipment levy. Of course, the board voted at its last meeting to set this special election for March. Can you give us the schedule of the open houses and uh, kind of explain the format of what's going to be happening at the open houses that will take place later this month and uh, next month as well? 
Sure. Uh, right now we have four open houses scheduled. Uh, we have them scheduled for January 29th, which is, which is Monday, and then again on Wednesday, uh, January 31st. Then we have one for February 7th and February 26th. Uh, those open houses will be at our high school, and um, they will start at 6.30 in the evening. Um, they'll go anywhere from half an hour to an hour, depending on um, questions that we get. Uh, we'll, we're getting back on the road with our uh, slideshow that we uh, did this last bond issue. So uh, a lot of the same information. We've cut back a couple, couple things off of this because uh, we still got to get our infrastructure done on our HVAC. Uh, safe and secure entrances at the elementary and remodel the um, media center and offices at the high school that coincide with uh, the new six new classrooms that are being built by the district. These open houses uh, are, I know you feel, are going to be important. What kind of feedback have you received from the public so far regarding the po- uh, uh, proposed pebble since the, the board put this uh, election up for the 5th of March? Well, as you know, Mike, we had a 53% last time uh, voted for the go bond. Um, the voted PEP was only going to need 50%, so we feel pretty good about that. Um, our, our goal is to really just keep going until we can get our infrastructure taken care of for the district. Uh, you know, we want to add a, a new market um, open house uh, for that community. Um, they have about 100 uh, folks that vote uh, on our school bond issues or voted couple. So uh, we're, we're going to get them involved and uh, see if we can get this passed this time. Also last night, there is discussion regarding Governor Kim Reynolds's proposal to change the state's area education agency services. You've looked at the bill, I know, and you've been in contact with area legislators. What sort of communications have you received from lawmakers about this proposal, which seems to be uh, changing quite a bit, actually? Yeah, uh, that's that's exactly what um, Tom Moore uh, told myself uh, when I uh, was talking to him. Uh, via email, um, he felt like this uh, bill was going to change quite a bit. It, it already has. It, a lot of changes are being made. I think right now the governor threw out an idea of what uh, she would like to see some changes made, and uh, I, I think it's a, it's a good starting point uh, to make some changes for the for AEAs. But uh, I, I really just think there's going to be uh, a lot of changes that come with it. You know, if, if it goes through as it is right now, uh, rural districts will really struggle to get the services they need for our special education students and um, technology, um, all those kind of things that our APA provide us. So um, I, I really feel there's going to be a lot of changes throughout the spring before this is finalized. How would the elimination of some of the AA services affect school districts' response to crisis situations, such as what we saw uh, earlier this month, the Perry School District. Now, well, that's been a concern with a lot of other area districts about how those services would be affected under the proposed AEA changes. Yeah, cu- currently under under the uh, bill, if it, if it passed as is, we wouldn't have that service right now. If you have a crisis intervention, uh, AEA sends a team of school psychologists to uh, help talk to students uh, anywhere from five to six will come to your district um, for any crisis that you need. Um, in fact, Clorinda has used that group uh, for a student that um, died uh, 
we had uh, that happen in other school districts where, you know, a student suicide or a student death, you know, that group comes in, they talk to uh, our students and gives them a place to grieve. And uh, that service wouldn't be available if, under the current bill. I know Paul Boyson, a board member, who is also a former AEA board member himself, discussed his feelings toward the bill. One of his concerns is that uh, some of the services would, or the oversight of the services will be shifted to the Iowa Department of Education. What are your concerns regarding uh, some of those services being overseen by this uh, the, the Department of Ed? Well, the biggest concern is you start to lose that local control. Um, what what a school in Council Bluffs may need or in a, in a big school or Des Moines or something like that, we may need something different here in Clorinda or a smaller district um, like a Stanton would need something totally different than what the bigger schools would need. So it really comes down to losing that local control. Um, and once you start um, making those, those uh, oversights groups smaller, it, it, you just get to a point where everything becomes the same for everybody. Um, and that's not what Iowa has been about in education. It's always been about local control and what your local community feels you need. So um, I really would hate to see that happen as we keep losing a little more local control, it seems like, every year of what our district needs. We'll talk more about that, I'm sure, in the future. Uh, Jeff, we thank you very much for being with us uh, on the line this morning, and we will talk to you again real soon. Have a rest of the day, and a uh, good rest of the day, rather, and stay out of that fog. Hey, same to you, Mike, and your listeners. You bet. That's Clarida School Superintendent Jeff Privia on the morning line on KMA.